Hello, everybody. My name is Tiffany Carlson. Thank you so much for clicking the play button and listening to this podcast. You are listening to No Free Rides, a disability podcast sponsored by Easy Stand. Easy Stand uh, makes some fabulous standing frames. Uh, when you can't stand up on your own, check them out at easystand.com. So, hey, everybody. Today is September 26th, 2013. Thank you so much for uh, listening. We have a really awesome guest on the show today, and we're going to be talking about an issue today that hasn't really been discussed in full detail yet on the show, and I don't know why we haven't covered it yet, but it's about time. And it's not the most easiest or most I don't know, happiest of topics, but it needs to be discussed. And that uh, topic is depression. We're talking about a common thing that people with disabilities at some point in their lives usually experience. Um, it's true. Um, yeah. And it's not easy. You know, some people ignore it. Some people finally admit it and decide to see a therapist, maybe even try some med- medication and it can work really well for a lot of people. Um, so today I decided to have on uh, a 20 year old woman with cerebral palsy who is a blogger and she has a blog uh, called Handy Capable. Uh, that she got. I'll tell you how she got the title. I'll let her do it when she gets on the show. But um, she's really fascinating because she's she's a, a young adult working through it, and she's doing it the right way. So I w- felt like we should have her on the show to share her story. And plus, she's highly fashionable and a dear heart. So she'll be joining us in a little bit. So stay tuned. Um, but first, uh, it's the end of September. It's been a few months since the last show. I apologize about that. Thank you again for tuning in because it has been a couple or a few month break. So yay, you remembered us. No free rides. Um, so, you know, um, it's been a while. It's been a really crazy summer over here in Minneapolis where I'm from. I'm paralyzed. I'm a quadriplegic. And um, it's been a hot summer, kind of a busy summer. I had my sister's wedding last month and I was the maid of honor. And that was really, really just a beautiful wedding. She had a beach wedding. Her hair was down. She had flowers in her hair. I had to wear the dress and it wasn't easy to fit into. I found a Vera Wang on eBay and I had to get it altered so it could fit my body sitting down. Uh, but it worked out. It turned out really cute and my sister had a great wedding. And now, um, she's off. She's off and getting married and trying to get pregnant now, I heard last time I heard. Um, but yeah, so. That's about it. Um, but we have a brand new show for you, and that's the big thing, is that there's a great new tasty episode with a great interview coming up here in about two seconds. So um, stay tuned. We're going to bring her on the show, Jesse, and it's a great interview. It'll be about an hour-long interview, so stay tuned. Hello, everybody. My name is Tiffany Carlson, and um, really excited, really excited. We are having uh, a cool person on the show today. Um, her name is Jessie Hammond, and uh, she's from Albany, New York. I've never been there, and she's got cerebral palsy, and uh, she's in her early 20s, and she has a really, uh, I think, a common story a lot of people with disabilities out there in the world can relate to, um, you know, trying to find yourself trying to figure out how to live this life with a disability and you know and then she's doing pretty good we all have our own struggles and I think uh, I wanted on the show today because I think a lot of people out there can relate to her so uh, without further ado uh, hey Jesse how are you hey I'm good how are you I am okay it's beautiful here in Minneapolis how's the weather out there in New York it's good it's a little chilly today but it's good it's good so you guys get beautiful fall colors and stuff out there 
Awesome. I know I was looking at your photos on Facebook and you're you can walk and use a wheelchair, right? Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. so what how do you do what what do you do more of? Do you roll around or you try to use your, your crutches? I definitely use my crutches more yeah. um, as of right now. Cool, good. Um, within the last couple of months, I'd say, um, it's been more chair-wise when it comes to, like, malls right. and bigger places like that. I always and, wondered that. I wish I could, I, honestly, and I wish I had the option to use one or the other, you know. And I, yeah. I, I, I do feel like when you're using crutches, people treat you differently versus being in a chair. Yeah, um, they definitely do. Um I always say um, it's like being in, in between able-bodied <laughs> and disabled. That's so weird, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's running that line of, well, are you or aren't you? Lots, <laughs> of people, lots of people look at me that way. They usually just say, oh, I don't even realize, like, you have a disability. And, really? Because um, many different things, and uh, it... It's an interesting experience, especially as I get older and as I am figuring uh, what I want to do with my life. It's it's, can we can we bring the games here? Can we bring the wheelchair here? Mm -hmm. I have um, a power chair, Mm -hmm. so it it is harder because um, right now we don't. uh, I say we. I live with my uh, my mom and my stepdad. Okay, cool. Um, And. they can't um, lift the power chair very easily. Right yeah. now, we don't have a lift. Yeah, those are heavy. Um, I know. So, depending on where we go, it's it's definitely a tricky a tricky thing. How can so, you, do you have a uh, manual wheelchair, or you just decided to do crutches and then a power chair? Um, I used to have a manual wheelchair, and the funny thing is, we weren't using it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I. Um, I had a mild shoulder injury, That's awesome. Um, only thing is, they're wicked heavy. Oh, they're so yeah. heavy. They're ridiculously heavy. I, I use one too, and I, that's the one drawback. You know, is it's it's the it's the it's the weight and how you can't just like bring them in people's cars. However, I just saw something on Twitter yesterday. There's a new foldable lightweight power chair they just created. Um, my ears perked up when I saw that. I don't know a lot about it yet, but I don't know. One day maybe. But, um, but anyway, so let's get back to the beginning. I know, yeah, I mentioned you're from Albany. Why don't you just, you're, you're obviously, you're born with cerebral palsy. So when you were a little kid, I mean, uh, what was that like growing up out there? Um, it was, it was an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> was there a lot of other yeah. kids, was there a lot of kids with disabilities in your town or were you like um, one of the few? No, I was kind of the only one. Yeah. Um, I grew up in, in New York. Okay. Um, it's a relatively small town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of the only one, and I was kind of the favorite of this small town. Everybody knew me as a little girl in the wheelchair. Right, right. Um, 
Specifically with the red Doc Martens. <laughs> red Doc Martens. That's awesome. That's a good fashion dress, especially at a young age. Very nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah, um, I would give credit to my uh, my two older sisters and then my two older brothers. Wow, you have a big family. Yeah, yeah, it only gets bigger. <laughs> and um, are, were you the are you the only one that was born with a with a disability? Yes. Okay. Um, my um, older brother, he was diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, at a relatively young age. Okay. Um, but apart from that, yes, I was the only one um, with a disability. You know that it matters, um, but cerebral palsy is like usually just random, right? Or like, or is it at lock, Was there like a umbil- umbilical cord situation? Yeah. Um, I don't specifically know. It definitely, um, it definitely had to do with, um, I was born a twin. Oh. Um, me and my, uh, my twin who unfortunately passed away, oh. um, a few months after we were born. Wow. Okay. Um, we were born three months early. Wow. Um, so, um, lots of, That's lots crazy. of different complications yeah. happened from that. Wow. But, um, for the most part, it, 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 it worked out okay. I yeah. went to, um, Johns Hopkins cool. in Baltimore. Okay. Um, and we stayed there for a good, good couple of months. And then we, um, came back to, Actually, where I live now, Albany, mm-hmm. um, to the Ron McDonald House. Okay, yep, um, that's great. In Albany. Yeah, um, and we stayed there for a good couple of months also to get us on our feet again. And then um, and then life just kind of started from there. We all just learned how to go to physical therapy and, yep, yep. and OT and a whole bunch of different things. So are you, your, fa- um, your family sounds like they're really there for you then growing up, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so in a way, it was a blessing. Um, I love that I have people around me that you know don't always get it, but yeah. they know what to do with um, running into another uh, disabled person and not ask the whole mm-hmm. mundane questions that we get asked all the time. I know, I know. And people are curious, but. So, in school and stuff, was it pretty great growing up? You have friends, and were you assimilated pretty well into your high school, you know, or did you feel, did you feel kind of like on the edges, you know? I always like to ask this to people with disabilities, because I find every high school experience to be vastly different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, well, here's the thing about different again. I was cold schooled. Oh, cool. Um, for about, until I was about 16. Wow. Um, we were all homeschooled, all my siblings. That's crazy. Um, Do you like that? So, early on, we did have some homeschool groups, and nobody, thankfully when you're a kid, nobody really looks at you differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just say, cool, that girl has um, robotic arms, as my <laughs> nephew like to refer to me. So, they just, they just think it's something different and something That's cool. Great. That's and, great. Yeah. Um, and I always, I'm happy to answer questions that people have. I love that, yeah. um, It's mainly always little kids. They always are like, what happened? And I'm like, well, I just don't walk like you do. And (laughs) the sign is completely different when it's another person asking me. Oh, my God, um, yeah. What's wrong compared to a five-year-old? I know. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, so I had Good. definitely an unconventional life. Okay. So what was, <laughs> it, what was it like when you went to, went to school for the first time then? Um, it, it just, I, um, you, sorry, I can't think of the word. Was it a positive, was, was it a positive experience or a, Okay, because you know um, high school can be rough, you know, especially when you're in a wheelchair. Yeah, it it definitely was. Um, toward from the very beginning, I didn't necessarily have the option of walking um, with crutches or canes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I had a selective dorsal rhizotomy. Okay. Um, and that for shorter terms is just a very large operation on the back. That's crazy, yeah. How long did it take to heal from that? Oh, goodness. Probably. I'm never good with time references, but probably about a year. Wow, yeah. I was very young. I was, I think, four or five. Okay. Um, so, a small child to have quite a big um, back surgery mm -hmm. takes, takes a while, but I met a lot of different children with disabilities in um, Kennedy Creator Hospital. That's awesome. Uh, in Baltimore, uh, Maryland. Yep. And I met people from Russia and people from all over um, kind of going through the same things um, that my parents were going through. They would come back and forth between upstate New York mm -hmm. and Maryland. Um, uh, they would trade off. My dad was a painter and my mom runs an herb shop that she oh, runs cool. for about 17 years or so. Wow, fun. Um, so they would just trade off, and, and thankfully, I had more siblings, so they would come along and nice, spend nice. time with me when they could, and um, and they could still live their lives. And I, I, in a way, only knew the hospital life, but I was okay with that. I still had friends, and, and I still had family, and, and we did activities, and... So, That's as cool. a young kid, you don't know any different. No, you sure don't. And, you know, you just want to be happy, you know. And So, when you, when you joined high school, did you date right away? Or did you make some new girlfriends? Or what, well, how? Um, I actually uh, never really got the chance to get a date with any of my friends. Mm -hmm. And so, I never really had that opportunity. don't you know and that's it's crappy but it's the reality of the situation yeah you know yeah uh, but I did have um very good um childhood friends that knew all about me and, and they just knew you know I couldn't keep up with them quite as fast yeah but, yeah um I could still get around just like they could and right um so that aspect was great uh there were still overcoming things in school like um I have several different learning disabilities. Okay. Um, on top of uh, 
learning disability, and I have um, visual processing deficit. Oh, what's that? Um, that's like, my mom explained it to me once. She explained it. Um, it's like if you see a road sign and you see it through a car going really fast, you mm-hmm. can see, like, the letters and the colors. Um, I can tell you what it says, but I can't tell you what the background color was. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the information just kind of is blocked from my brain. Mm. Um, so certain, certain things like money, tasks, okay. and um, spelling, loss of spelling. All right, well, that's um, okay. Things I had to overcome. It's tough. <laughs> so yeah, well that's tough. You know, learning disabilities can be really challenging, especially when you're trying to, you know, graduate and stuff. Did you end up graduating with your class? Yeah, I did. Awesome. What yeah. year what how, so when did you graduate? What year? Um, I graduated. Oh my goodness. Let's see. I graduated I think it was let's see. Oh goodness, I had to remember. Um Six years ago, it was six years, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 2007. That's when you graduated. There we go. Yeah. 2007. All right. So, uh, how old are you today then? You're about, you're 22? I am, I am almost 21. I'll be 21 at the end of October. Whoa. Big, big, big uh, 21. Are you excited? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. That's awesome. Um, awesome. I, the funny thing is, I'm not a big drinker, so I'm just excited to actually... Um, just go out and go dancing. Yeah, you'd be able to go to a club and not have to worry about getting kicked out or something, right? Right. That's right. awesome. It, the funny thing is, in upstate New York, we don't have a lot of places for um, younger kids just to go out and dance. Yeah. Um, and uh, we only have one place uh, where I used to live in Little Falls, New York. That's another um, small town or so. Um, and you'd have to drive like two hours to get there, and they have 18 and overnight, so now I'm just excited to be in like the city of Albany and, and be able to go out with my friends if I want to and get there, I think that's my favorite things to do. Oh, uh, cool. So how do you do the whole dancing thing? Um, I do either one. I can, um, just dance in my wheelchair, and I really don't care who's there. Yeah. Who's do your thing. Now, what kind of music do you like to dance to? Oh, my goodness. What do I like to dance to? I'll dance to really any kind of music. I'll go as far back as to, like, some major, major 70s music and, awesome. and then beyond. I, I love, like, 1950s swing music. Oh, fun. Um, and then I love today's hits and all that stuff. So I'm very, I'm very, um, well-versed in music. Are you pretty good at doing a partner dance, standing up, or when you're holding on to somebody? Um, yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty, when you get me out of my chains, I'm pretty crazy. So I just got to make sure I have a really strong dance partner. Um, <laughs> 
I'm good. As long as as long as they can hold their own and then they can help me with my my uh, needs as well. So. I, I love that you go out and dance. You need to. It's such a good thing for the soul, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so now you're twenty, almost twenty-one. You're living at home with your rents. Now you're not going to school or anything, right? No, I'm not going to school right now. I have thought about it. Um, I'm very much into um, fashion design. Oh my gosh! Uh, now this is an area that I love about you. I didn't really. I knew. I saw your blogs. You love like classic, old school, beautiful photos of women back in the day. I saw your Tumblr account. And, yeah, oh, like, I do. Yeah, so, I love them. So, how do you like? What kind of you? You're a fashionista, though, too. You wear the nice clothes, right? Yeah, I try to. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, my favorite thing about say, like the 1940s, 1950s era, is how women carried themselves. Mm-hmm. How how they respected themselves mm-hmm. um, more and got respect a lot more respect from that. Yeah, from totally. Looking from looking a certain way, and um, my grandmother and my great aunt, um, who are still alive today, they tell me all about their style that they had in the 50s and 40s, uh-huh. um, and they give me tips. My grandmother's always jealous of my shoe collection. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I love uh, that. They're right. Classy. Coco Chanel, a woman should always be classy, you know? Classy and beautiful, and then I, I think it might come back around. I feel like that's a trend we might be seeing, the kind of yeah. thing that you're into. It's definitely happening again, which makes me just thrilled. So, do you wear a lot of these clothes? Do you wear dresses and stuff? Um, I don't wear a lot of dresses, Um, I try to find dresses. Um, just like any other woman, it's very hard to dress certain body types. Yeah, I know. Yep. Mine at a young age, um, very curvy, mm-hmm. so that's always been kind of a struggle. Um, things can either be too short on me, even though I'm I'm terribly short. I'm four nine. <laughs> oh, that's um, cute. <laughs> so mm-hmm. things can be too short on me due to my curves, or they can be too long. Yep. So that's so frustrating. Uh, I've been there. Yeah. 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 I look for those little. Kingdoms here and there, and yep. I call them um, the magic pieces of clothing. The magic pieces of clothing. Jump out at you. Well, what do you like? You know, that post I put on Facebook yesterday, you know, I asked a bunch of women in wheelchairs, what do you feel is the most flattering outfit sitting down in a wheelchair? And a lot of people said deep V, you know, tops and stuff. What do you think is like the most, what for you, maybe personally, that's a better question. Do you find the most, you know, flattering outfit for your body? I love. Um, of course, again, with the 1950s shaped dresses, mm-hmm. the sweetheart neckline, yep. um, the high-waisted thing. I love the high-waisted look. look. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they can cover up certain areas that women don't like, and if, and if they like the areas, they can show it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's also, it's also done tastefully. I'm a huge old-fashioned girl when it comes to that. So things that tastefully. Nice. Leave things to the imagination. Well, that's good. Um, Your mom raised you right, man. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely did. Are, are you guys religious or something, too? Is that part of it? Um, we're, we're fairly religious. I have, um, I, I say I'm non-denominational. Um, okay, Christian. that's cool. Nice, um, nice, nice, yep. So, yeah, my mom 
definitely still not in me. Well, it's good, you know, and she's right. You don't need to show everything right away. You really don't. No. And it's, I actually was a late bloomer when it comes to that type of thing. Um, I was about 16 or so when I started really, like, seeing what fit for me. Yeah. Like, because as a girl, you don't always like the early curves. Oh, God, no. And come along with puberty and, mm-hmm. and different things. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you want to look like a sick, thin girl like you think you should. But curves are in now, though. Gosh, you know, I wish I had more curves. Yeah, I I, I love curves. Like, just, I, I mean, I love any curves. Even if you're born skinny, my best friend, she's born very, very skinny. Um, and she still has her own curves that we try to work out. We go out to dinner or something, she'll ask me for advice. I love that. Um, I know. So, well, yeah, we just have a lot of fun with fashion. Do you fashion is, is an art form to me, so I consider it um, like a blank canvas. And do you wear high heels? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, the higher is better. <laughs> so, what's um, your what's some of your favorites? What are some of my favorites? Um, as I look around my room right now, <laughs> I um I love the new style, um, like, chunkier heel boots that are out right now. Yeah, I, that's very 90s. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I think, two pairs of those, each different. One um, is cream-colored suede, but they have spikes on the heel. Oh, nice. Sassy. Um, I love hidden details that make you do a double take. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see somebody awesome. in a wheelchair or on crutches. I know, like, because people never expect us to look good. Wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rather than look at somebody and go, oh, they're not walking like you think they should, look at their shoes. <laughs> and their hair makeup. Like, don't, don't get one thing. Absolutely. Um, hair and makeup's a big thing, too. Yeah. And then I have um, pink glitter boots. Ooh, fun. Pretty much everybody knows me for them. <laughs> oh my god, um, that sounds fabulous! Pink like yeah. cowboy, like cowboy boots. Um, so, yeah, something like that. I actually have wide feet, so I can't wear cow- cowboy boots, unfortunately. <laughs> um, thank you to my grandmother. She has wide feet also. <laughs> um, so, Wow. And I really haven't looked back, um, and I just wear heels 
whenever I can. That's and I so still good. wear the AFOs when I go to the gym and things. Well, yeah, people know me for the heels now. I love that. Not many girls who use crutches even attempt the heels. And I yeah, think it's great yeah. that you do. I, that makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, that's something I want to focus on is I always think of, um, I believe her name is um, Abby Coran. Oh. She was a contestant in, I believe it was Miss America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about her. Mm -hmm. She um, she inspired me a lot more um, when I saw her walking in wedges, which is considered heels for women like you and I. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, she said, well, why not make braces look pretty? Mm -hmm. Why do they have to look like chunks of plastic? I love that. And that inspired me to want to trying to reach my goal of making braces with heels on them. Wow. You know? See, oh, my even gosh. If, even if you can't wear, um, or if, even if you can't use canes, you can still have heels in your wheelchair. That's super smart. I love that idea. I love that idea. So yeah, is that what you're thinking that. about doing as a future job, is you want to design clothes? Yeah. Um, I definitely, I want to design um footwear and clothing and a whole bunch of different things, but my main goal has been design footwear for um, the disabled. Wow. Because um, we, don't, we don't have a lot of choices. No. There are no options. There is no website offering cool shoes for women with mobility issues. There's nobody doing that right now. Yeah. So now that you're almost 21, you're an adult, I say start sketching and launch a site in a couple of years. I will buy a pair from you. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, so are you going to go to school to learn how to do shoes, or are you going to just kind of wing it? What do you, what's your plan? Um, I don't know yet. Um, I'm not quite um, ready for the whole um, school schedule. Yeah, it's a lot. I don't know, and you mentioned earlier you got a learning disability. Some schools, you know, are really awesome and help you out, even if you have several learning disabilities, too, just to let you know. Like at my uh, my college um, offered extended test times and stuff like that, so yeah, um, that's I, I love that mm -hmm. today because you wouldn't have seen that a couple of years ago. Yep. Um. Uh. And then, and unfortunately, we live um in the um disabled capital of uh the United States. I think you do. Albany, New York. Yes, is the uh handicap. Mecca. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, so you can pretty much find a lot of things here um, for helping the disabled. I love. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. I'll, I'll be in New York. Well, I'll have to check that out. Um, so let's change gears. You know, you're 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 thinking about maybe going to school one day, but right now it looks like your main thing is writing, right? Yeah. In your website, um, your website's called. Your blog, um, Handy Capable, and you got the title from Glee, right? You got that name from Glee? I did. Okay, uh, well, why you... I did. Tell us and about I that, yeah. I, and I thought that is probably the most beautifully described way to describe the um, disabled community. Well, what, was um, the, what was the episode where they brought that up? Um, I don't think it was any particular episode. Okay. Um, that show, Glee, is very... Um, open to a lot of subjects, mm -hmm. um, gay relationships, um, bullying, 
certain things, and they never really discriminate toward one, uh, one another. Mm-hmm. And um, just one day I heard this term, because yeah. uh, I have a um, an actress who has Down syndrome on the show. Yeah, yeah. And um, so they would call her handicapable. Oh, that's adorable. Um, and <laughs> I heard it, and I was like, that. That is just ingenious. Well, handicapable. I was reading your blog, and it said you only heard the word handicapped for your whole life, and that makes me sad because you should have been hearing the word disabled or you have a disability. I really don't like the word handicapped at all. Yeah, um, I, I credit that to my um, my very favorite um, physical therapy uh, um, teacher. She she looked at me one day and she said. You're not handicapped. You can do a lot of things. <laughs> like you can do a lot of things, and I never really thought I was. I just thought it was a term. Yeah. You know, we hear it all the time. Yeah, uh, handicapped is. Twice about it. No, it's an old. It's a really old-fashioned term, and people don't use it as much it as is. they used to. It yeah, is. Yeah, like I, at least in Minnesota, you see disabled parking, disability park. Very rarely, I really don't like the word handicapped at all. Like, my niece is using it. She's six years old. I'm trying to get it out of her vernacular right now, but it's... Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, so the blog is Handicapable. Great title. And it's really for you to kind of just kind of a sounding board to talk about your struggles in life because you have depression, right? Yes. Um, yes. That, um, in itself, like, like it's described, is a struggle. Yep. Um, it's it's happened over the last couple of years due to a multiple, or multiple, well, multiple different things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as I get older, um, the line between being um, disabled and able-bodied um, is very um, strong still, and I wish it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, because I'm a very, I'm a person that is very much um, one way or the other. So it's very frustrating to me, and that's part of my um, mental disability. Okay. Is okay. I don't really see the big picture when it comes to a lot of things. <laughs> I kind of want things to just be very simple. Yeah. Um, very black and white. Um, and sometimes I really, really don't like the fact that I have to be on that line of um, disabled or not. Um, yeah. Because for me, it's just, as you know, as yeah. everybody knows, being disabled, it's really hard. Okay, it's really hard here, you know, especially when you're not part of the majority. You're not part of the majority. You always stand out. You always are the different person. It's never, I don't think you ever get 100% used to always to be or liking being the, the odd one out all the time it's, it's it's humans aren't really meant to be that way you know so it's hard I find. It, yeah it is very hard yeah. and the thing is with i never really understood what it meant for me in my life to be disabled because i was so little for so long and right. it kind of hit towards um, mid-teens, mm-hmm. for me, I realized, oh, well, m- my peers are going off to college, or yeah. um, my siblings are getting married and just having babies, mm-hmm. and I'm still stuck trying to learn certain things. You, you take um, a little bit longer, yeah, it's harder. Yeah, um, yeah it's harder, especially when 
the way things work in, in my family is, um, well, the way things have worked is currently um, my uh, most of the females in my family um, are expecting a baby. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, I'm the youngest, so it gets, it, it gets very hard here and there. And I kind of thought. You know, you're so a little girl. Yeah. You can all I can't wait to have a baby over Mary. And, um, I just definitely thought I would be at least on the road to getting married by now. At age 20? Yeah. Why at age 20? Um, I just, I chalk it up to my that's your goal. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, I can respect yeah. that. I'm just trying to understand. So, you you come from a family where everyone gets married and has babies really young. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's super young, but it just worked out. Well, you know, you're, 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 you're different from all those women in your family, Jesse. You know, yeah. Jesse, you are. And you should not, I really believe you should not compare yourself to that. If you wait till you're 28 to get married and have babies, that's still young. I'm 34 and I don't, I'm not married with babies yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're you're putting yeah. a lot of expectations on yourself at age 20, girlfriend. I'm just yeah. I'm just telling you that right now. You need yeah. to you need to slow down and, and, and stop comparing yourself. Yeah. You really need to. Because when I was 20, oh my God, I barely know how to cook at age 20. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's tough though. Do, yeah. do, do you have a lot of other friends in chairs? Um, no, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish I was out there with you. I'd totally take you out. <laughs> well, I miss that, too. That's why I, I found you. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are going to be You are gonna get married at some point, and you will have those babies. But you, you just got to wait. You got plenty of time. You know, and the thing about, you know, I think being in a chair, it sucks. Yeah, it makes it harder to meet guys. But, you know, don't you think it's a good filter? Like, don't you think it helps get rid of the guys that wouldn't be worth your time anyways? Sure, it's okay. going to take you a little bit longer, but now your disability will help you swipe away all the crappy people and eventually yeah. bring the right guy towards you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You got to look at it like that. And the funny thing is, I say all this, I'm definitely not a person to rush in yeah. to anything. Uh, most definitely, that's one thing. Okay. Uh, my mother always instilled in all of us is make sure this is for you. Yeah. what you want to do. Um, it doesn't really matter essentially what age my um, youngest slash oldest sister and the acquaintance got married last year at the age of 21. Okay. Um, and she found her soulmate and the perfect guy for her and she is and I now expecting her first child. Wow. Um, and they're, they're absolutely good, and it works out for them. That's great. Not to say being very young, it works for me. I just definitely saw myself in a serious relationship right now. Well, you know what? My first boyfriend was when I was 19, and I found him on the internet. And it was not easy, and I thought I would never find a boyfriend, and I know exactly how that is. Have you dated anybody yet? 
No. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's like, okay. Yeah. You know, you're only 20. A lot of people with disabilities don't start dating until their 20s. It's very yeah. common. I mean, have you thought about dating online, like finding a guy that way, or do you want to find it organically in person? I have thought of both. I always, the funny thing is, my mom met her uh, husband, my stepdad, mm-hmm. online. Okay. Um, so, there are many things I'd like to try. Um, the only stressful thing about living with your parents yeah. um, when you're trying to get out there in, in life is, is, you know, the parents always like, I don't know if that's, that's a good idea. Well, they won't second guess you because they, they, they care about you. But, yeah, they could be a little bit holding you back. I don't say holding you back, but... It's, they're there. It's, it's 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 good and it's bad. I can see the the both sides of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know, have you even uh, gone on a dating site yet? No, I haven't. My friends are actually very encouraging. Okay. Um, okay. They're like you're so bubbly. Like why wouldn't? Oh, you could find many guys. Many guys would not care. You know, you think about you know when you're at this, you have a disability and you're out in public. Sometimes guys are afraid to approach us, I think, because they don't know if you're interested or even if you can date or if you're interested in that part of life. And so a lot of times they won't even bother bother hitting on you. But then if, you know, you're on a dating site, then obviously they already know, well, okay, she's looking for someone, whatever, whatever, and then they'll approach you that way. But I don't know. I I would love to see you try it, but... You know, there's some free websites out there. You don't got to pay a lot of money to do it if you want to try it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm definitely, mm-hmm. definitely leaning towards that. Okay, um, okay. But for the time being, I'm trying to make the, you know, the universe. You got to just put yourself out there. You got to, I, you know, and it, it, I, I, it'll work out for you. I have a feeling you'll meet some really great guys if once you try, like, okcupid.com is good. Uh, there's some really good websites, but, oh man, so we're not, you, you let me know, you update me. We're going to move on to a different subject though, you know. So this whole blog though, I was looking at it. Now you started it in 2010 and so you've been doing it for three years and, you know, I was reading about how you're dealing with it and what do you find to be like one of the best ways or how do you cope the best? Like when you have a bad day, you know, because I think a lot of people with disabilities will have a bad day. Like what do you do to kind of ground yourself? What? Oh, dear. What do I do? Let me think. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I'm a huge bookworm. That's um, great. Yeah. I, I read a lot of books, mm-hmm. um, which is something uh, I was, well, my parents were told that I would never do. <laughs> uh, they said, the doctor said to my parents straight out, they said, well, you might as well teach her to read Braille. What? what? Mm. Because she probably won't do that. Wow. And there was no sign of, of um, any malfunction in my sight at all. Um, That's crazy. That's some no bad doctoring right there. there. Not cool. Blind people, blind people don't even like Braille. That Braille, Braille is like going out of style. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I uh, read. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I read constantly, and I have um, 
a very creative imagination, and I love to. Um, I I describe it as reading to me is like watching a movie. Yeah. Um, that you want in your head all the time. I know. It's addictive. Do you use a, an iPad or do you like old-fashioned books? Um, I do like old-fashioned books and I, I do have a Kindle on a Kindle. my computer. Okay. Um, a, Kindle, I, a Kindle on your on your laptop? Um, yes. Um, currently, my laptop decided to fizzle out on me. Oh. Um, but I do have a Kindle so I'm using um, uh, our desktop that we have. Oh. So I, read, I read Kindle books because you can get it for your PC. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. It. It's free. Awesome. Um, and and then I read um, old-fashioned books as well. Okay. Um, and I love to um, I'm to sing. I love music, like I said um, earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just go around the house humming tunes all day. I love that day. And, yeah. Um, Oh my god, me too, me too. Before we go to TV, I just want to ask you: Do, do what kind of? You don't got to tell me exactly, but you see a psychologist take medication and stuff, right? Yeah. And so, does that help? Do you find that helps a lot? Like, should you? Would you recommend? You know, people out there maybe not wanting to treat their depression. I mean, they should, right? Um, I, I don't know if I, I think I'd say fifty-fifty. Okay. Um, it's pretty new for me. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's not um, easy to admit it. You know, that's the hard part. It's, yes, it's, it's very, very hard to admit. Um, I have had many thoughts of suicide. Yeah, that, that's um, normal. psychologist do you, do you feel like you want to make a point to see a psychologist that has disability experience is that important to you um i i, I think i think so that would be important if you if you can in mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. in your area if you have that that opportunity yeah. i think go for it okay um if, where i am i see a counselor and she happens to be at the center for Disability services. Oh, that's awesome. So Good. I I lucked out on that. That's great. Um, she she is wonderful. Um, she she doesn't. Um, I don't think she sugarcoats anything. Oh, that's she good. just lets me yeah. say what I have to say and helps me with certain things. Because um, sometimes I can't um, uh, differentiate between. Um, say, my own hormone and my depression. Okay. It gets, it gets very, very mixed up for me. <laughs> um, and 
there's a long history of that in my family. Oh, wow. Well, then it's good <laughs> you're seeing her then, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a little a little different for the for speaking for women. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently wrote an uh, article uh, or a post about it. Um, yeah? You, you don't realize that sometimes your hormones can worsen your depression. Yeah. Um, and it can feel like something much, much worse. Than it is. Um, yeah. Than it is. Um, so it'll play with your, your brain for a little while. Um, uh, at least that's how it is for me. But yeah, I would definitely say, okay. um, try what works for you. Try what works. Um, yeah. Definitely try what works for you. And, and finally come out in the open and admit that you are depressed too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's the first step. And, you know, so have you gotten some good feedback from people, you know, reading your blog and stuff? Um, I have, um, I've gotten... Um, a couple comments here and there. Um, I hope to have it more widespread and yeah. have people um, comment if, if they would like to. Well, what is... they would like to, that's yeah. the reason I created it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it does get a heavy time, so my post gets very heavy and very real. That's but, good, though. Um, I love that about I'm excited it. that they, they should be that way. They shouldn't no. um, say, oh, I'm having a bad day today, and mm. then go, oh, I'm great now, and, and you're really not great. Well, um, you should be very honest with yourself. Is what I'm I love that. No, it makes your blog very interesting to read, and that's why it's so relatable. How was your family's response to when you finally, you know, admitted you had depression? Um, it was uh, very interesting for me. My um, my mom and and my dad, but my mom mostly dealt with a great deal of my. Um, brother's uh, episodes when he would have them um, for his bipolar. Um, so she was very hesitant, actually, mm-hmm. to have me on any sort of medication. Oh, she was. Because um, medications can also um, play up the depression. Okay, um, yep. And make it worse than it is. I, I recently had that um, that side effect. Oh, man. Um, and it, and it, it, didn't, it didn't go too well, but... <sighs> Um, things are okay for the moment, but, um, so she was very, very hesitant, and I'm very quiet, um, I'm the very quiet one in the family, very private and personal, um, I'm extremely sensitive to everybody, um, and, and I'm also the youngest, so, um, so I kind of went through it alone for a while, um, there was a very, um, uh, big divorce in my family. Oh yeah. Um, at a, at a very young age. Um, so it um it was it was really rough, and I think that's what triggered some of my depression. Um, depression today. Okay. Um, is I don't really have a wonderful um relationship with my father. Yeah. Uh, but uh. You know, you you um you deal with it, and I'm getting there slowly but surely. Talk about it more with my family. That's good. You need uh, to. It's a it's a process. Is what I'm learning. Well, I'm glad that you're you're working on it. You know, and like I was, you're young, so you, you'll be good. You know, maybe you know at least you're dealing with it now and not trying to do years of being an adult and not and then not even bringing it up. It's good to deal with it now. It is. Um. So you know, I wanted to talk about your books. Now, on your blog, it says 
you got a book called Finding Nikki. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Um, it is. Um, I put a lot of myself in my book, and I really, really hope to publish it very soon on Amazon.com. What? Um, it's a kind of a new craze. I got inspired, I have to say, by um, the wonderful um, L.P. Dover. Um, you can find her on Facebook and on her website and Twitter. Um, they're wonderful, wonderful women that I have met through Facebook okay. that um, are self-published authors on Amazon. Ooh. Novel. Um, wonderful women, absolutely wonderful women, um, who write beautiful stories. And that's actually a goal of mine that I've always wanted to do was write a book. And one day after a conversation um, with L.P. Dover, uh, I got um, inspired all of a sudden. It was kind of one of those um, outer body experiences where you're kind of looking at yourself and all of a sudden I just started writing and I, and I wrote uh, the first two chapters of my book um, uh, in about, oh, half an hour, an hour. Oh my gosh. So and, did you mention earlier, I didn't catch it, you said adult fiction? Yeah. So is this um, this is like is this erotica you're writing or no? Um, a little bit here and there. But you've never been with a guy before, so how the hell are you writing erotica, girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. I again, imagination. I love this, and you're so conservative, yet you're writing erotica. Exactly. You're very funny. You're very funny. I liked. I used to read erotica back when I was twenty. Actually, I really liked it, and then I finally started having sex, and then I stopped reading erotica. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you know, it's very titillating, though. Don't you find it to kind of like drive you crazy because then you want to have sex after reading that stuff? Yep, well, I definitely have that. Girl, you need to stop doing. That. It's going to drive you okay. crazy. All right. Um, well, I, I actually um, have kind of always been that way. Okay. Even as a child, um, <laughs> I've kind of always been curious about things. Yeah. And I just... All right. That's great. No much different. <laughs> well, why don't you give us a quick synopsis of the book, Finding Nikki? What's it about in a few, in a few sentences? Well, um, Nikki Daniels um, is her full name. Mm-hmm. She has had a rough go of it. Uh, with her own um, relationship with her father, okay. and she just got out of a three-year relationship um, with her boyfriend Paul, um, who basically not really abused her, but definitely didn't put her in a good light. Okay, um, didn't 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 treat her how she should be treated. Mm-hmm. She's she's spicy. She doesn't. Um, doesn't take a lot of uh, crap from people. She just she goes about her life and and she knows it's hard and um, but she still wants things out of life. She wants a relationship. She wants a good guy. Um, she wants a good relationship with her mother and her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she finds her own demons about herself and her father and her self esteem. Nice. And she's because of her father and. So it's about her finding herself with steamy sex scenes, basically. Yes. So, <laughs> does she end up meeting someone new then, or? Yes, yes, she does. Um, 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 she does. Um
Okay. Um, maybe new. She's going off to um, NYU okay. for a journalism uh, degree. Cool. Um, it's basically, you know, you're you're young. You're you're in college. You're trying to figure yourself out, and you I, have you know your family that you're always going to love. That you know they push your buttons. Um, <laughs> so just just put that in the book, and that is that is. Um, Nikki's story as of right now. Are you gonna on Do you live vicariously? Do you live vicariously through Nikki? Um some yes. Some mm-hmm. of it is very um very real especially with things with my own father. Mm-hmm. Um some of it is just um and then some I just have fun, like, you know, she's an able bodied person, so <laughs> What would I do if I was able bodied? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> she loves to go running. That's the thing I've always, always wanted to do. Um, um, my favorite quote from the book is um, just me, my music, and the ground underneath my feet. I love and that. That's, that's all you feel in that moment, and, that's, and that is all you want. And they, so you have this book, it's all done? Yes, hopefully soon. So um, are you trying to actually stop? Th- being edited, and I need to find a cover, and it's for um, ebook only for the moment. Okay. Um, so like I said, you can get Kindle on your computer, mm-hmm. um, and it's free and it's free download. And um, so whoever has a Kindle device, um, when it is ready, they can buy it whenever they like. So let me get this straight here. You're self-publishing your book. Okay, so people nowadays can write their own book and have people buy it and put it on their Kindle? Yes. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. put your book on the Kindle's website? or Am- um, it, it, will be definitely, it will definitely be on Amazon when it's ready, yeah. Okay. So it's, you, it's going through editing. And so you, who's editing it? Um, my mom is currently editing it. Oh, so... She was kind enough to um, want to edit it for me, and she always always told me I could write. Um, mm. It's just one of those things that you think, oh, yeah, that'd be fun to do. But you're not sure how to go about it. So again, I have to cut it. Um, I'll be over. She's amazing. That's and so great. I just... inspirational. A lot of the ladies on Facebook that I talk to about books are very, very inspirational. Does your mom approve um, of your writing? Um, She, yes. Okay. She does. She understands... Um, where I go with narrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also understands that it's a story. It's not necessarily me. Right, 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 right. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Well, I'm very inspired by the fact that you're a go-getter and had written this book and just going to put it oh, out there. thank you. You know, I didn't yeah. realize people could do that. I might have to follow your lead and do that myself one day. <laughs> I should do that. Um, so, uh, so you have another book called Dancing to Love, right? Yeah, I do. And what's that um, one about? That is also going through editing, but we'll have to see what the what the first book can get that out in the water and see how that does. Girl, I am so um, excited for you. This is great. Comes out. Um, this is one is a lot different than um, Finding Nikki. It's a lot darker. Okay. Uh, I have to do a lot more um, insecurities because I find uh, I find more and more in myself, but I find more and more of a lot of insecurities in general in okay. people lately. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to explore that and see how this character would go about. She kind of just popped out out of nowhere. I like to uh, call her. her she is um, Ileana Gibson. Okay. Um, 
vicariously through somebody yeah yeah, oh, yeah i wish yeah. I, I wish i could have gone to juilliard at the ballet dancer too girlfriend yeah i think and we all do I, yeah huge, huge dancer like i said I, I, I used to be i used to be a dancer and it's not easy ah wishing you had those legs i know i know <laughs> um speaking of legs and wishing dancer legs now you're starting to work out i am that What gym? Like are you going there. Are you going to a, like a workout facility or are you going to a disability uh, kind of gym? I, I'm going to a gym, um, like a gym for anybody. That's great. Um, it uh, just so happened that I came across this gym, wonderful gym, thanks fitness. Mm -hmm. um, and I just so happened to meet a trainer, her name Lauren, and she has a background in physical therapy. Oh my God. So I, again, I lucked out with her. I can't say enough good things about her. That's so cool. Um, so once or twice a week, um, and I have sprained my ankle at the beginning of the year. Mm. And that was my first real injury that I've ever had. Wow. Um, despite my, despite my clumsiness. You're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... So I was out of commission for like a long time, <laughs> long time. So I was very, that's another thing with the depression is um, things can take a turn for the worst, obviously, when you least expect it. So yeah. that um, was kind of a rough call for a while. But um, my ankle, I don't think it'll ever fully heal um, just because the way my um the are shaped. They're very much in the ballet position all the time. Oh, yeah. Because they're just about, uh, they could be on point if they wanted to oh, be. How do you walk? Off on my toes. Wow. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. So, um, so yes, going back to the dancing or heels, I would be so you're, you're, you're people make their heels. Uh -huh. It's not necessarily uh -huh. It probably hurts, but at least you can do it. At least you can do it. That's, I'm lucky. Yeah. You're very lucky. Um, so it's been it's been really 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 fun. So what kind of um, workouts does she have you do? Just out of curiosity. She has me do quite a bit right now. Um, she has me bounce on an exercise ball, which bouncing is a it's not a hard thing, but it's not a very doable thing for me. Yeah, yeah. When you take my my canes away, I kind of just flop around for a little while. And she has me do sit ups. Well, we're on the exercise ball. Oh. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of core strength. That's good. A big, big thing for me. Um, and she has my, my upper body strength and my lower body strength. And um, she's really, really helping me out because when you're in a wheelchair, at least in my opinion, um, for how it works for me, is you don't always know 
which way your weight is going, if it's going up or down, or yeah. if it's gay, but you want that. Oh, God, it's hard, I know. Yeah, and for me, to walk with King, um, it gets very, very hard if I get um, too heavy. I'm not a, a woman who uh, thinks about weight a lot. I, I never have been issue um, with this, and I don't think anybody should ever really hyper focused on your weight. That's awesome. Um, unless it is for medical reasons like watching my weight so I can right. continue to walk safely with no um tripping or anything like that. So she's not putting but, you on any machines, like workout machines, like any anything like that? Yeah. She has me do um like stationary bikes. Okay. Initially got in a hand bike. Um so that's basically a stationary bike but awesome. in arms. So you get a really good resistance workout for your arms. That is so great that your gym even has that, though, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And she also do a lot of resistance bands and, again, a lot of sit-ups and um, a little bit of planking. Okay. Um, It's it's terribly hard for me to balance all of my weight on one side, so we're working on it. But um, I would say my trainer's favorite exercise for me to do is... um, she uh, has me stand facing her, um, holding one cane and holding a pulley uh, in one hand out in front of me. Oh. Uh, and that causes all of the muscles that don't really get put to use when I'm walking or just standing in my cane to hold me up and hold my core strength up and cool. make sure I'm standing where I'm supposed to be standing and just aren't jetting out to one place or another and um, it's pretty it's pretty intense for about oh I don't know 30 seconds or so but wow. it feels like a lot longer <laughs> that is so great that you're doing that do you think do you think you're going to just work out for the rest of your life now that you started I really 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 hope so yeah good what? Um, really really hope so and again I can't say it enough how blessed I am to have found Born who has a background in physical therapy, yeah. Um, who actually trains a paraplegic. That's so cool. Um, so her other client can do pretty much all of the machines aside from like the treadmills and things. Right, right. Wow, that's yeah. looks crazy that you found her though. So when you when if someone out there is like nervous about going out to a club, were you nervous or like what they would think about someone in a wheelchair showing up, or did you just not care and just show up and just signed up? Um, I'm a very nervous person in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of nervous to go anywhere. Yeah. For the first time, um, no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm terribly nervous at the time. Mm-hmm. It was before I started wearing shoes, if I was going out. So I had to wear ankles with dresses. Oh. Again, they're not the most flattering thing. No, no. Uh, the way sneakers with dresses, not very um, flattering and not very attractive, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Oh my gosh, you're doing um, it. So I, uh, so I have a bit of a hard time getting used to that, but, um, you know, for the most part, I just, I just let go and I don't care if people think I'm sad. I taught myself how to do it, so you do what you gotta do and you end up having fun at the end of the night and, most of the time we stay out. We stay out until about 
morning. Oh, girl, you're having fun. Enjoy your youth. So we got to wrap things up here. You have been absolutely awesome. Now, where can people find your blog? They can find my blog at blogger.com slash capable. And we will put a link on the podcast site so people can click. And um, is there any other great way would you recommend people to find your book and stuff that that kind of thing? I would say they can find me um, my author page on Facebook. Okay. Um, Jesse dot uh, G um, and then an H and dot not um, it's under construction all of it. I haven't gotten all the details ready up. I'm in my author page. And if you want to find me on Facebook, okay. um, there's a hit link. Um, and if you want to find me on Facebook, like Tinsha, okay. um, and Snapchat, there's another author, the author's website. And when can we expect finding Nikki? Oh, hopefully you can expect it. It's in, I would love to say, the next month or so. That sounds really fun. I'm going to be buying a copy. Oh, All right. I'm excited. Oh, I'm very, very excited for All right. Well, you've been fabulous, Jesse Hammond. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. Now I can say I know someone in Albany, New York. Yeah. Yes. Now I can say I know somebody from New York. You can say you know from Minneapolis. And please try a dating site and let me know how it goes. Get back I to me. I will. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I know. I have a wonderful day. Enjoy the fall. And um, we'll look for your book coming out. Thanks. All right. See you later. Thank you, Jess. Bye. Bye.